previously on SDI and the Degenerate. Two, how do you want to say it from the podcast? Uh, you know, nice looking women. NLWs. Yes. NLWs. <laughs> NLWs. It's almost as simple as a Shark Week. Oh, That's a horrible I, transition. For the for the 30th year or 32nd year in my life, I haven't watched one minute of that. You haven't watched a single minute of Shark Week? Never. You could do a side bet, which is called the fortune bet. I equate it to picking up chicks. Castle, we're breaking down Hall of Fame game. We've we've lost our minds. Yeah, you know they 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 got they got 55 minutes of fun today. They well, they could sit through five minutes of awesome Hall of Fame game talk. <laughs> I mean, you're not getting this anywhere else. Like, no, let's be honest here. You're not getting this anywhere. Yeah, where else are you gonna get this Hall of Fame breakdown? Talking about Kurt Benkert and uh, Kevin Hogan yeah. <laughs> playing at this game. We did get we get more breakdown than LSU Georgia Southern. I tried the triple. I got greedy. Three, I tried no, the no, triple no. breath. That's three good ones in a row. Uh, three, three straight positive. I had a double breath. and I was stretching out for a triple. I, got, <laughs> I think I got thrown out. No, I liked it. That was good. That was good. Even, even with you waking up at 4 a.m. these days, you still, right. you still did a good job on the breath. Oh, yeah. I've been doing that now. Uh, yeah, recently, you know, if you if you live down here locally in South Florida, Maybe maybe even nationally, you know about the big changes that Entercom Radio. No, I was in I was in San Diego this weekend, and uh, it made it made national news. This is a big deal. This is a big story. Yeah, and, and, and all the honchos were talking about it. Um, so yeah, so uh, my other job I do, I work for Entercom Seven Ninety, the ticket. Uh, as of last week, I was working the midday show between one to four p.m. Monday through Friday, and then a whole slew of schedule changes where. Now I that show is now the six to ten a.m. morning drive show. Yeah, so man. Waking up at four a.m. to do work, which yeah, but congrats, that's a good move. Yeah, that's a big it's a move for you guys. And, uh, that morning show is going to be awesome. It's fun. It, it feels weird, you know, being done with work by eleven a.m. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of good, a little bit of bad. The bad has been pretty hard at the no, wake up. It's just no, really one bad. I know all you guys on that show, and you guys work your asses off. So it was good to see you guys get rewarded for all the hard work and awesome show that you guys do. And meanwhile, we have another local station uh, next door to us, literally an office, a, a door down. Uh, it used to be 560 WQAM. It's still QAM legally, you know, for the call letters. But uh, they have now decided to rebrand as part of this whole change to 560 The Joe. Can they put the worst name? <laughs> it's so stupid. And it doesn't make any, it doesn't, it makes no sense to me why they would go with The Joe. I mean, you're talking about Intercom. It's one of the biggest, if not the biggest radio conglomerate in the U.S., and they couldn't come up with a better name than the Joe. Uh, it's the stupidest name, but it's also I think it's semi-brilliant. Like you know, we're we're talking about it here in this podcast, SDI and the Degenerate. Yeah, it's cool for a week, but in four years we're still gonna have to refer to it as the Joe. Or thirty years from now. In thirty years yeah. from now. Yeah. What day By is the it way, today? we are recording on August sixth. 2019. It's, it's National Root Beer Day, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, apparently A&W was giving out this free coupon. You have to, do, you have to jump through some hoops and ladders, and you get a free coupon for a two-liter of A&W root beer, which I was going through, but then like the, the, the file that it came out in was like, you, you couldn't, there was no way you could download the file, and apparently you have to like mail in you have to like mail the coupon in, and then they'll reimburse you for them. Like it was way too much work for that. Yeah. I'd just rather just. Well, I, pr- I prefer my beer without roots, so <laughs> I, was, I wasn't very concerned about that. Root beer, and there's also you ever had a root beer float? I, I have back in the day, not not in a long time. Have you ever made a root beer float? No, I have not. You see, anyone, anybody could just casually goes, oh, root beer float, it's easy, just root beer and vanilla ice cream, boom, right, 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 yeah, that's what I thought. No, no, it's it's a science. First of all, it's it's ideal to have a frosted mug in the in the freezer beforehand. Okay. Maybe give it, like, until you, until you get the frost on the mug. So at least they're, they're similar to beer, to real beer, yes, in that yes. sense. Okay, all right, I'm with, following with, you here. With, with rootless beer. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you, you want to ideally, it's not, I mean, it's not ideal, it's ideal to have a frosted mug. But it's not, it's not, you know, you can still get a root beer float without it, but it's way better with mm-hmm. the frosted mug. Everyone thinks you put the ice cream in first. Wrong. You have to pour in the root beer first. Okay. And then, and then you, uh, you, you pour the root beer like what? Maybe halfway, three quarters of the way mm-hmm. of the glass. And then you throw a couple chunks of vanilla ice cream in there or whatever ice cream doesn't matter. And then if you if you ever make the root beer, the science of the ice cream, making contact with the root beer, then you push it down. You have to push the ice cream down to the bottom and then it rises up so like a float. Like, you have to finger the ice cream down Whoa. until it gets to the bottom? <laughs> I mean, you could use you could do that, or you could use like you know a oh, like a spoon, okay. a right, spoon right, or right. a scooper. Sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good with my hands. So I'm used to using my hands. <laughs> but yeah, once you push it down to the bottom, it's like magic. It just rises like, up. Oh, it's okay. beautiful. And it's, be- and it's beautiful. It's glorious. If you do it perfect, it's amazing. 
Uh, the root beer float itself is, is amazing. Is it, obviously, is it as good as the root beer uh, from that uh, Coconut Grove Arts Festival? Well, well, that that's just regular root oh, beer without the okay. float. Right, but right. that was a limited that was unlimited refills. And that root beer you could only get once every once a year. Actually, right, but you didn't have to send in any coupons or anything. You just take no. your mug and they give you the root beer. Yeah, in fact, that one, you know, it's called Wild Bill Soda Company, and they actually have festivals all around the all around the country. Okay. And they they used to not sell that root beer uh, in stores, but now you can like buy that canned root beer online. Their version of the root beer, but it's like you go. You go to the Sagaf, which I like to call it, the Coconut Grove Arts Festival. I wonder 30 years from now if it's still the thing. If you're listening... Uh, I mean, it's been around for a while, yeah, right? I'm sure, around, still be, I'm sure it'll still be It's been around for 30 years. But what they do is they uh, they have a giant barrel of not just root beer, but all the assorted sodas, cream soda. And even if you like the diet root beer, they got a, a barrel of diet root beer. They got like they have all these wacky names like Rocky Mountain Root Beer mm-hmm. and, you know... Six shooter grape soda or whatever. It's like, it's like a Western kind of old school soda place. Well, I mean, let's not I mean old school. I mean, like back in the Western days. Right, right. But right. And they give you these canteens, these like little oh, metal cool. cups, and you buy them the first time you go there. But then you you could go back and you bring back the same cup year after year and just go. Yeah, that's all. And you get free refill. That's cool. It's a good deal. That place, yeah. that Coconut Grove's art festival is pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's read. I mean, I don't really care that much about art. But no, I don't. I don't, I don't really believe in art either. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's cool atmosphere. A lot of people walking around. A lot of NLWs walking around. So oh, that's yeah. always good. Yeah, a lot, a lot of those uh, walking around from time to time. But yeah, the root beer is just is just amazing. It's once a year, and I just go when you know, you feel it at the end when you're pounding all these refills yeah. left and right. But uh, eventually, you start feeling like a bloated shark. Which, uh, speaking of which, <laughs> are we gonna do Shark Week again? Yeah. Well, we only we were only two two days in. Yeah, that was uh, two days too many. So yeah, you're. If you, I know what you guys are thinking. Like, oh, it's the same thing every year. Yep. I mean, there there were some nuances this year, but okay. like, there was a couple episodes where it's like, like we had to find this one shark in the middle of Mexico. Right. We talked about it. that last week. Yeah. 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 Or about yeah, we talked. about And then that last there was week. the obviously the classic Air Jaws episode, which right. is you know getting the seal decoy in the water and mm-hmm. then getting the shark to rise from the top and jump into the air and breach right. and get a picture of it. It's been done so many times, but then what they, that they do is every year they do a different twist. Oh, now we got to get it from the side. Now we got to get it from sea level. And you now, realize it's the same shark. They, yeah. just, they just took 18 shots the first year and they just <laughs> reuse that one every time. And this year they were like, oh, we're going to attach the seal decoy to a drone and we're going to get a visual from a drone. All right. Science, technology, yeah. I guess it, I but, guess it makes sense. But in that episode, it was pretty cool. I learned how the uh, the seals and how they gang up against the shark because, you know, the seals, you know. Right. When they, they, they'll they go like 30 seals. They'll, try to es- they'll escort the shark out to the ocean. Like if the shark's too shallow where the mm-hmm. seals are hanging out, They'll all gang up, and like the shark won't attack the seal. If it's like thirty seals coming right. at the shark, and they'll make sure it's, it's a really cool visual. They escort the shark until he leaves, until he's like, deep in the ocean, and then you see like a, a mass exodus of seals do a quick U-turn right. and go back to the uh, so, go back to the island. So it's like when you have a famous person and they get a police escort, and then the, as soon as they drop him off, the police are like, "We have real things to take yeah. care of," so they make a quick <laughs> exactly U-turn that. and go do something real. That's exactly what happened. All right, all right. Yeah, and so. Uh, and uh, they had, you know, a couple, you know, they had a TV movie th- this year, which is the first time they've ever done it, where they, they went back to an ancient uh, shipwreck in 1982, and it was a sailboat, and then, you know, it, it capsized, and they had to survive on a raft. Wait, Sharknado wasn't part of Shark Week? No, no, well, that, that's never part of Shark Week. Oh, I thought, that was, I thought that was a movie that, now, from Shark Week. And they always have a movie that pr- they promote. This year, I think it's 47 meters down. But usually they don't have the movie released during Shark Week. They have it released the week after Shark right, Week. Right, right, Yeah, they don't want people to stop watching Shark Week. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want people to miss what they've watched last year and the year before and the year before. <laughs> God forbid. But uh, that was, uh, there were, it, it was a lot of the same stuff. You know, oh, let's find these Mako Sharks again. And they even they even went back to previous year's episodes of the, when they were catching this Mako Shark. Because this is what we yeah. did in 2015. This right. is what we're doing in 2019. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> There's a little twist that they just make it different. They just recycle episodes. Well, I, I'm a sucker for the near-death experiences. Like, I'm not, I, I'll, 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 I can snooze through the, uh, the, the, the tagging of the sharks and oh we gotta yeah. tag the shark and see where it migrates and get research but when the guys like you know when they go free diving into the ocean and they like, start touching the sharks I'm like what are you what are you doing yeah like last week I told them I root for the sharks <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> jumping in the shark infested water I, you, 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 you die you die I'm not, I don't feel bad <laughs> well it, it, it wouldn't make TV if they actually die which I'm pretty sure we broke all this down last we did, week we did we're not doing we, we're last doing, week's we're doing exactly what Shark Week does every year just back to back podcast <laughs> talking about the same thing this week as, as Shark Week does it every year. But yeah, they <laughs> actually had like legit actors for this TV movie and it was it was intense. It was a very intense, you know. People were out 
and uh, uh, stranded at sea for like 131 hours. It was wow. like the movie 127 yeah, hours. Yeah, they got James Franco to cut out his arm too? <laughs> well, they didn't have some people, you know. Uh, they, you know, there were some people that didn't make it mm-hmm. on that on that, on that trip, but uh, that was a uh, that was wild, and uh, that was Shark Week. Yeah, there it is. All they did was add a TV movie, and you know that Rob Wig- Riggle Wig- Wiggle 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 Wiggle. Yeah, he's big. He's big now, isn't he? The Fox Sports guy, Fox Football. On yeah, Sundays? he's the guy. He know uh, who 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 has the, the he used to be what Frank Kelly used to do. Yeah, he's on his picks. Where's he from? I've never seen him do anything but football, and now Shark Week. I don't you know ever, where that guy came from. You ever seen Step Brothers? Uh, yes, I have seen Step Brothers. He or that? Whoa. Well, I don't know. I can't really say the line too much because it has some bad words. In it, but uh-huh. he's a uh, Derek's assistant. Yeah, uh, I mean, I watched it once. I thought it was extremely overrated. I didn't laugh that much, so I never watched it again. I didn't pay that much attention. Here, here's the thing about Step Brothers: if you watch it when it first comes out, before you hear all the rave reviews, it's the funniest movie in the world, mm-hmm. and you can watch it over and over again. But if you wait like five or ten years, or even thirty years after after the movie comes out, which I believe it came, I believe it be if you're listening thirty years from now. I believe the movie came out in 2008, so that would be 41 years ago, if you're listening Jeez. to it years from now. Yeah, I don't I don't really watch movies, so if I'm going to watch a movie, it has to have a lot of hype. Yeah. And that one had a lot of hype, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I watched it, and just like every single Will Ferrell movie I've seen except for Old School, it was overrated. Yeah, like once you, once you, once you, once it starts getting hyped up, and everyone's like, bro, you got to go see it, then, yeah. you're, then you're setting yourself up for the letdown. Right. I didn't like Step Brothers. I didn't like Blaze of Glory. Talladega Nights was okay. As a San Diego guy, I hated... I hated Anchorman. I didn't, wa- I didn't even watch the second one. I, hate, <laughs> second I hated the first fun. one because all of these stupid jokes that came after, like the whale's vagina, if I'm allowed to say that on the air. We'll allow it. It's borderline. All right, all right. All right. Like medical that. Term, so medical people, term. people calling San Diego that, that was stupid. So that that, that movie was, was like all Wolf Ferrell movies, just bad, bad, stupid comedy. I don't have time for that. You know, stay classy, San Diego. Well, that's uh, fine. That's yeah. fine. I mean, you know. Stay classy. At least somebody stayed in San Diego. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh man! But a, a lot of stuff uh, happened this week. A lot of stuff's happening. You know, football season's right around the corner, and we got Hard Knocks uh, tonight. Yeah, we're finally. Raiders. We're gonna, are we going to get to see Antonio Brown's feet or his air balloon? As <laughs> Mr. Deeds' foot. Jesus. <laughs> I keep referencing movies. You don't watch movies. I, no, I, Mr. Deeds. I, I didn't watch that. I love Mr. Deeds. Oh, Great really? movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Adam Sandler back in the day. Yeah, but yeah. Apparently, yeah, the Raiders hard knock. One of the great all-time theme songs. Like that's that's one of the all-time great you know theme songs to any show or or any movie whatsoever. It was it's amazing. It's Five what five episodes a year and then that's it. No yeah, one. this might be the first year I watch Hard Knocks. I'm actually I think it's gonna be pretty good. But now they they said that they're not gonna show as many players getting caught. Which... Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. Like that was always tough to see. Um, you know, these guys work their butts off all year and just to get cut like that. I mean, it was. I mean, I, I guess it made for intriguing TV. But after you've seen it for seven years, I would like. I you gonna? I don't care if Nathan Peterman gets cut and they show it. Like <laughs> that's not a big deal to me. But yeah, the, the, the chaos you get to. I mean, last year we got real deep insight with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, the uh, offensive line coach. Yeah, hut hut hut. Yeah. Stretching is overrated. Right. And, and then now right. he's making news again today. Uh, not that not that you're listening. 30 Did we say the date today? I don't know if we said the date. Yeah, well, yeah, August sixth. Okay. National Rupert right. Day. That's how we got this yeah, whole that's thing right, started. That's right. That's right. I just wanted to make sure because you know, people love when you give the date. So I just want to make sure that we had, we got that done. Yeah. So if you're, if you're interested, you you might be if you go through the hoops and ladders of getting that free coupon, you can get a free two liter root beer. Root beer today. Now, if you're listening 30 years from now, if you're listening on August 6th, I don't know if it will still be National Root Beer Day, but you could get a free two liter of A and W root beer. Now, I like A and W a lot, but if I think I have to make a draft for root beer, I'd probably go Barks. Barks. Well, Dr Pepper is not a root beer. Don't don't throw that out there. What about Mr Pibb? Mr Pibb's really good, but I think I have it third behind. Uh, okay. Out of the out of the three so far that we've named, I'd have you know Barks and A and W. Well, A and W is probably better with the with the float. With the ice cream, with the root beer float, but just pure root beer. Obviously, you know, obviously the the, the Coconut Grove Arts Festival root beer is number one. But then, but you can't, you can only get that once a year. Right. But the everyday root beer, you gotta go Barks or A and W, and then you can go down into Mr. Pitt. You think they're gonna talk about root beer on Hard Knocks? <laughs> I, yeah, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> John Gruden a root beer guy? <laughs> John Gruden is a root beer guy. Mike Mayock, I can All see him right. pounding some root beers. All right, I gotta, I gotta, actually, I got a bet of the week. All right. Over under, who lasts longer, this podcast or John Gruden with the Raiders? 
Well, John Cruden has a 10-year Well, nine years now, yeah, but I don't think it's going to last more than three years. Well, I know our podcast is still going to be good 30 years <laughs> Right, exactly. So I, I, think I, think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. I like it. I like your confidence. <laughs> I wonder, I mean, I want to I want to take a, take a trip to 2050, that, that, um, you know, 20, 2049. Yeah. To, no, but you, Nick Saban tells you not to think about tomorrow or not to think about yesterday. Just think about today. Oh, <laughs> this, Nick's, this Nick Saban. Did you um, hear that? Did you hear that? that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's the guy that that you know gets so angry. He, when didn't, he doesn't have time for time. Yeah, you know? he lives in he's the now. Timeless. He doesn't have time for time. He's the guy that gets super angry whenever he's playing a weak opponent, uh, whether it's like you know Colorado State or you know Southern, and they ask every day at the press conference, "So oh, you guys are huge favorites. Uh, what do you should you guys rest your starters because you know you guys are going to be up by like thirty points in the first quarter?" He's like, well, we gotta try to win the game. Oh, well, why don't they even? Why do these guys even? Why do these guys even show up? We're just gonna roll up over by thirty. He gets so mad. Actually, I like that. I rather him get yeah. upset when they're playing against a bad team than when they're playing against a good team. He actually gets more mad when they're up by fifty as opposed to when he's losing. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the sign of a good. Belichick's the same way. Yeah, right? but, I like, mean, <laughs> yeah, Belichick is kind of the same. They come from the same tree. Right. They come from the yeah. They come from the same tree. They come from the same you know roots, and they they they're the two most successful. So clearly, they're doing it better than anybody else. And Tom Brady just signed another uh, contract. Yeah. yeah, but that was I didn't understand that. He yeah, signed a new contract, but it's only a one-year deal. He's, he's done at the, the end of the year, so what was this new contract? What was the point of the new contract? Wasn't he going to play this year anyways? Yeah, so I don't get it. But uh, Yeah, it's, it's it's mysterious. Maybe 30 years from now, it'll all, it'll all make sense. Well, he's going to really look good in a Jags jersey next year. <laughs> Are they going to already give up on Nick Foles? Yeah, 5 and 11s five and here, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they did give him a lot of money, but I mean, I wonder how they, they did. But how was it guaranteed? Is it a lot of it guaranteed? I, I don't know if it's guaranteed. I'm sure. Money. I mean, it's a quarterback. I'm sure there's a good chunk of it. Yeah, but guaranteed. if Brady's there, available, and he's willing to go, and you have that defense, you bite the money on Foles and just take it. Well, have, spe- have him as a backup, and he can come in and win the Super Bowl, and then get all this money again. Well, speaking of biting the money, we're going to be out at the uh, Hard Rock tomorrow. Yes, we are. We may have another rendition yeah, of this. We're uh, going to go save the kids. Yes, yeah, right. We're playing in the Jeff Conine Charity uh, Poker Tournament. Yeah, the with Joe DiMaggio Hospital is that where the Joe DiMaggio? Yeah, right, I yeah, I believe that's what, what the benefit is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I love uh, I love me some poker, especially what happened the last time we did this podcast. Where we had that poker night with the LSU Phil. Yeah, and uh, but LSU's not gonna be there tomorrow. He told yeah, me he's not yeah. gonna make it. He's not gonna be able to make it. Yeah, he's probably listening to it. He's probably got to be at an Ed Orgeron press conference. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one. Him and Leroy Hart are the only ones that will understand what he says. Let's talk about the Go Tigers. Yeah, that's yeah. That's all. He just says a bunch of stuff and then says go Tigers <laughs> at the at the end of this. I wonder if that'll be thirty years from now. Oh God, Ed Orgeron. Well, <laughs> I love was, I love Coach O. I think he's a great coach. I, I mean, mean, thirty years from now, I mean, we can't understand him now. How are we, who's going to be people listening thirty years from now? How are they going to understand? Yeah, him? there's there's no way millennials will understand him now and Gen Z or whatever the next one is. No <laughs> chance. <laughs> But hey, he gets recruits somehow. Some uh, somebody understands him because he's getting recruits. So. He he must get recruits like you know. Yeah, so he's definitely not like Clint, Cliff Kingsbury who could just walk in with his good looks get recruits. And uh, you know, speaking of good looks, we should talk about this wedding training camp ah, that we were yes. talking about. We we were we meant to get into this. So <laughs> that was a, that was a stretch transition. You it were... was a stretch. It was a stretch. But you know, <laughs> that was a relay. You had to relay to the short. Both of us are single, so talk, getting into a wedding conversation might well, be a little tough. The reason why this came up is because we were. This goes back to last week's episode when we were at Marlins Park, and it happened to be the people we were with. It happened to be the same night as another media member's wedding, and we were surprised that the people that at, that were at the game with us were not at the wedding and were at the game. And we're like, man, these, I can't believe this guy and this guy is not at the wedding. And then mm-hmm. you were explaining to me. Yeah, so I told you, like, I, I was engaged at one point in my life, and I told I told the story about how the hardest thing is the wedding list. Because, you know, you invite your, you have X amount of family members, X amount of really close family friends that you have to invite. And then you have 20 spots remaining for, you know, 40 people. So you got to cut, you got to cut some people. Some people are just not going to make it. So you're going to do it like hard knocks and you'd have to, you know, bring in your your friends like, hey, bring your playbook. Come into my office. Yeah, no, the way you're not I, invited to the wedding. The, <laughs> the way I would do it is send me your presents ahead of time and the, the best presents get the get the get the in, get the invite. Uh, so you got people waiting on pins and needles yeah. on cut down day. It's like, "Oh god, who am I going to be invited to the wedding? Am yeah, I going to be invited to the and, wedding?" And unlike Hard Knocks now, I'll actually show it on our show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's tough. I mean, it is hard. Like there's somebody that, you know, somebody that you're friends with, but you're not super close friends with. You want them to be there, but 
you know, these you have to you have to legally it, invite some family members. In right, right, right. And there's and the venue and and it's a budget thing because you know every person costs. You know, nowadays it's probably like 100, 120 bucks per person. So, so you know you have a budget. Some people are just sadly not going to make the cut. Sorry, man. Uh, come in. Uh, hey, come into my office. Right. Bring your uh, <laughs> bring your bring, your bring your wedding invite, and then you just <laughs> rip it up in front of him. <laughs> like, sorry, dude, you didn't make the cut. Yeah, sorry, we we had to make some call, tough calls, and uh, we'll make sure you uh you get on with another wedding. And then and then the hotter the girl is, the less like you you want her at your wedding because you don't want to be like, oh man, did I mess up? Oh yeah, you're you're looking at some man. I started the wrong person in fantasy. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> you're clicking the optimal. Am I go, am I going with Derek Carr instead of Nathan Peterman? Damn, I should you know I made that mistake. <laughs> yeah, you don't want like you know, yeah, it's just probably a good idea not to have you know, a a a, a hotter hot if you will, uh, that to have or hotter NLW. Which yeah. Is, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I always thought about that. Like my friends, my friends that get married, especially the women, when they see me there, do they always think like, oh man, the one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Man, I, I screwed up. Yeah, <laughs> I picked like, the wrong guy. I, it's like I, I, I benched Patrick Mahomes and right. started on Nathan Peterman. Yeah. Right? That's the go-to example. I, I guess Peterman. so. But you would never realistically start Nathan Peterman over Patrick Mahomes. No, no, not anymore. But, but we are, we are uh, around the corner since we're you know, talking fantasy. We're around the corner from... Uh, College fantasy football, which, yeah. by the way, I, I, I saw the drop, but OJ still hasn't gone back to me yeah, about, about being our OJ, <laughs> our fantasy football correspondent. I tweeted him every day, you know, hey, hey, Twitter world. As soon as I hear, hey, Twitter world, I just automatically tweeted him, hey, OJ, come on, man. Talk fantasy football. Yeah, which, by the way, we got the Cades and Gators opening up. We are, I believe, two and a half weeks from today. Yeah. If you're listening 30 years from now, this game would have already happened. And who, many, who knows how many times the Cades would have played the Gators by then, but... I'm not hearing good things about practice. They still don't know who their quarterback is. The offensive line has been atrocious. Although last week you said it's Tate Martell because he had that cool hype of video. It, it, is, it, it might be the case because the other, the other quarterbacks, Tate Martell is probably the worst of the three, but he's going to start because, A, of the cool hype video. Cool yeah, hype video. yeah it, it's crazy to me that they had a quarterback guru as a coach and Mark Rick, and they couldn't find a quarterback. I miss that quarterback guru right right now. I mean that that would that one season. But it was, was the same quarterbacks that he has. They was except for Martell, but the other two are his recruits. Well, yes, but uh, I think well, Mark Rick, you know, he's not, you know, he's a proven coach as opposed to this Manny Diaz, who everyone thinks he's a god because he knows how to tweet gifts of hurricanes <laughs> and he shows up on the boat. He's this cool guy, but he hasn't even coached a game yet. Yeah, but his dad was mayor. He's yeah. been a defensive coordinator. He created the turnover chain. But everybody's buying into this hype. It happens every year, and I still think it's. But you know be what? It's, I don't think it's a Manny Diaz thing. I think it's a new coach thing. I think it's everybody no, loves I, the new coach smell. Well, he 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 already he invented the turnover chain. You know, he's right. the, He's the guy with the swagger. No, and I mean, and he's, he, and he's a Miami guy. His family, his dad was mayor. Like he's got history in the city. But I think that happens anywhere. I mean, I think Dolphin fans are excited about Brian Flores. And, well, uh, I mean, who knows? Yeah, but you see, but Brian Flores, when he signs Jordan Mills to play right tackle, he's not tweeting out a gif of a Dolphin uh, jumping through a hoop. Yeah, but he's also not, you know, recruiting college tra- kids. When, when they traded for Josh Rosen, you don't see you don't see him tweeting gifts or showing up to the draft in a boat. No. Like, I mean, Brian Flores knows he has a lot of work to do. And Manny Diaz, the reason why— it would have been cool if he showed up to the draft in Nashville on the Mississippi with an awesome boat. <laughs> it would have been pretty cool. He, he shows up and gr- greets Christian Wilkins at the yeah. draft. Yeah, maybe he, maybe he could jump on him instead of jumping on Goodell. Yeah, and they, they all they all do weird sorts of stuff for draft picks anyways, but at least with Manny Diaz, reason why, like he first thing he said at his press conference is, everybody in this room has to own seven and six. And he said, just because you were fired or you were not fired, we were all responsible for 7-6. and six. That's what the Canes went last year or 31 years from now, uh, ago, if you're listening 30 years from now. And he's not owed 7-6. and six. He is talking – he has acted like they made the playoffs last year. You know what Every, it, every it, recruit, every commit, every transfer mm-hmm. portal is getting the gift. And by the way, these recruits still have nine months to decommit. You know what it is? Swagger. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ever this, everyone just buy all all these. If you look, if you look at Twitter, uh, you you would swear the Canes are gonna kick the Gators' ass. And yeah. the only reason why the Gators aren't bigger favorites because all these bros out there, all these guys with the giant turnovers chain, betting on the Canes. Yeah, and bringing you know, the money. You know, I don't yeah. know. To me, it's I think this happens every every time there's a new coach. You're sick of the old coach. 
So a new coach comes in. We were, I mean, we people were are excited. People were excited about Al Golden, but not to not to this level. Mark Richt, when 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 they hired Mark Richt, I, there was a parade on Biscayne, <laughs> just because they hired him. And Mark Richt actually produced a good uh, for a good couple seasons, yeah. and then last year, you know, kind of went in the tank, but. And then, you know, he, he resigned after that, and then Manny Diaz was the guy. But, like, everyone swears Manny Diaz is this awesome coach. Yeah, remember and, when uh, remember when the AD said they were going to do a national search for the coach after yeah, Mark Rick resigned? Yeah. The national search lasted about four blocks yeah, here's down the, national, the street in Coral Gables. Yeah, yeah in a hotel. Right. And, yeah, here's what Manny Diaz is doing. He's, he's doing an old magic trick. The team is not good. Mm-hmm. There's no offensive line. There is no quarterbacks, but he is, you know, doing a magic trick, making you not think about that by sending out all these gifts and, you know, showing up to a recruiting party and, you know, giving kids beer and showing up in a boat. He's making you forget about the fact that the team is not very good. Wait, giving kids beer? Like, he, apparently, the, the word on the street is there was a Florida State recruiting event in Orlando, and all the kids did, didn't go, all the recruits ditched that to go to Manny Diaz, the party Manny Diaz was having, and he was giving kids beer. Whoa, how did that not become a controversial story, national I, story? I don't know. Well, I don't know if it was, I mean, I don't know if the kids were of age. I don't yeah. know if they were not of age. I mean, I mean, I mean if it was a recruiting event, they were probably 17 years old. Yeah, I mean, High school kids, right? Yeah, I mean, it was some sort of party. You know what? Oh, my God. Wait, are, I mean, you breaking, are you breaking a national breaking story? Breaking like, hold news. on a second. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Are we going to go viral after oh, this? God, I mean, no, I, God, no, no, no. <laughs> are you going to get Manny Diaz fired I mean, two get, weeks before Florida? Let me get the, the full story. This is actually reported on. I missed this. Manny Diaz, uh... Florida State party. I mean, you probably would be happy if, if this got him fired and then Dan Enos would become the head coach going into Florida. Hey, I mean, Dan Enos is going to have some, uh, uh, of course, to get the politician Manny Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> and his father, yeah, his father. Yeah, Manny Diaz. Oh, wait, let's see. Oh, here it is. So he didn't give out free beer to kids, to high school kids, to recruits. He gave them out to high school coaches, and it was way back in – February of 2019, which, you know, thir- still 30 years from now, depending on when you're listening in 2049, he allegedly, he revealed on the radio that he, he, there was a Nike coaching clinic in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And after the event, uh, posts on internet message boards said that Diaz and the UM coaches showed up before Florida State's breakout session. So Florida State was having their uh, session going on during this Nike coaching clinic. And they Manny Diaz was handing out free beers to high school coaches. Yeah, that's a big difference. Okay, but you he, know what I will say? I, I I had no opinion on Manny Diaz before, but now I, I like this guy. He's got swagger. You're, you're, you're falling for I'm it. I'm falling for it. He's doing it right. He's doing is, it right. I'm falling for it. I'm in. I'm in. The hype. No, you know, don't don't be in. He's no, a coach no, no I, I don't care about the hype. I'm in. I'm in on the guy. Like he's a cool dude. Like he that's might, cool. He might, he might that's be a, cool. That's he, such a good move showing up before Florida State. Get these guys drunk so they don't hear Florida State's pitch, so you can get the Florida recruits instead of Florida State. I'm in. I like this guy. You're buying into the hype now. He but he probably is a cool guy. No, I, sure, I will yeah. say, I will, yeah. but everyone's the, no, like, this team could not block. Like they had the scrimmage where I think Tate Martell, the, he was the sharpest of the three quarterbacks in this past scrimmage, but he was sacked six times. They're still yeah. shuffling the offensive line. They don't know who the starting offensive yeah, line is. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Be. I'm not saying they're gonna go ten and two, but I'm saying this guy's cool. They're I gonna mean, go. They're gonna I go mean, eight and four. They're gonna lose sixty to nothing to Florida. This happens every leading up into the LSU game. All the hype in the world. I brought this up last week. I know yeah. and then LSU fell with sans pants, you know. Like, <laughs> but every big game, you go back to every neutral site game against a Power Five school, whether it's the, the pitch stripe bowl last year, thirty-five to three, LSU thirty-three to seventeen. At one point, it was thirty-three to three. You go up to uh, Clemson. Uh, the ACC championship game that was thirty-eight to three. One of more embarrassing things, you know. Yeah, that was bad. That well, not that it was thirty-eight to nothing, and the Canes were like on the four-yard line, and it was like fourth and a literally an inch, and they kicked the field goal. Just to get on just to get on the board, yeah, just to get on the board, which was pretty weak. Yeah. But and then you know you go back to all these big-time games. You know, I remember being hyped up for the not the not the Notre Dame game of two thousand seventeen game. I mean that that game was at the Hard Rock. When, right. when it's at Hard Rock, you know anything's possible. Such with that wild uh, atmosphere that was that night against Notre Dame. But I remember getting fired up. Oh no, I wasn't fired up. Everybody around the country was fired up for when they played a game against Notre Dame back in two thousand and twelve. And I was warning, this is going to be a blowout. They can't stop anybody. They can't stop the run. No, no, Cade swag. It's all about the you. <laughs> the you invented swagger, bro. I it's mean, a Cade thing. You don't understand. Yeah, they, they did invent swagger, didn't they? Oh, yeah, you, you, according to the t-shirts, yeah, they invented yeah, right, swagger. Right. 
But you see, that swagger, they were kicking people's ass. Yeah, when well, back they, in the day, like Michael Irvin, you know, those guys, Warren yeah, Sapp, yeah. Ed Reed, Hall of Fame, congratulations. Like they weren't sweating out wins against Virginia or losing to Virginia or right. losing to North Carolina. Yeah, this Miami team's not, not the, what the, it was. the Miami team since, you know, 2000, since 2004. It's yeah. been, you know, you're, you're, you might beat North Carolina, you might not. It's, it's not a lock. You, you might beat Virginia, you might yeah, not. Yeah, they're they're a middle, they're a mid range, you know, they're, power they're five a mid range. They're, they're, yeah, that, that's what they are. And no, if you listen, to, if you listen to Twitter and all the pros, you swear it's 1987. Yeah, that's Manny Diaz wants everyone to believe it's 1987. He's making you look one way, but meanwhile you're being distracted and uh, from the actual real problem at hand. With that Notre Dame game, that final score was 41 to three. It was yeah. in Chicago, and. Uh, yeah, that was forty-one to three right out the gate. So that was, was that, was that Al- Randy Shannon. That was Al Golden. That was Al Golden. Okay. That was Al Golden. Stephen Morris was the quarterback, but Notre Dame literally, literally like did not throw a pass in the second half. Mandy Man- is a Randy Shannon Al Golden combination. Former coach at Temple and defensive coordinator for Miami. That's right. Yeah. So he's got the best of the best of both. <laughs> the best of both the coaches. Or, but, I mean, say speak without what you will. Although, although Randy Shannon is a national champ at UCF now. That's right. Was he? Was he on UCF for that? I think he's there now. I don't know if he was there. No, I think he was. At, I think he was at Florida. Okay. He was finished. He was interim coach at Florida. That's right. You're right. From McElwain. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you're right. He might have had that. You know. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't make. Oh, so there you go. What happens? He joins UCF and then they lose to LSU in the bowl game and yeah. don't get their second national championship. Oh, LSU fills Sands pants again. Again. Yeah. Jesus, guy, those pants. Yeah. All right. I've had this in the notes for a while, so I want. I'm curious about this. I've been waiting like a month and a half for yeah. this. But what is this McDonald's life hack? Ah. <laughs> Every time I go to McDonald's, I'm like, oh, I need to talk about Robbie's McDonald's life hack because I yeah. want to know what it is. This is supposed. This is way back. Yeah, this June. Is a... I'll even. I can even tell you the exact date because okay. it's my uncle's birthday. It was June the sixth, two thousand nineteen. That's literally two months to the day. Yeah. Wow. So it's been in the nose for that long. Yeah. So wow. We gotta get into this. So, so the, the, we we went to you know everyone went to my uncle's house it was his birthday, and my grandfather got there kind of late. And so, like, he apparently he claims he missed out on food, even though there might have been still food left over. But he was just in that kind of grandfather mood. I had to take him back home, obviously, because he's old. You know, right, he, does, right, he, yeah. does, he does like to pound a few uh, beverages. <laughs> and so, uh, and on the way back, on the way back to his house, he wanted to stop at McDonald's. So, like, it's, it's like late at night, it's 1030. All right, it's fine. I'll, I'll, do, I'll go to the drive-thru. And, and then he's like, no, 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 no. Don't go to the drive-thru. I'm like, oh. All right, I, 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 I can understand. Maybe he wants to go inside and order it himself. He doesn't want to order through a speaker and right. get the order messed up. I, I, I can understand that. And then I'm getting ready to park. No, no, no. What are you doing? I'm like, what? You want to go to the drive? No, 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 no. Go there. Go to the drive-through and, and go to the and go to the next window. I'm like, all right, oh, this is this is stupid. This isn't gonna work. Like, I, I, I didn't think they're gonna let you. He wanted to bypass the drive-through and just go to the pay. Just window. Order at the person. Order at the pay. Okay. Yeah, order at the drive-through at the pay window. I'm like, this isn't gonna work. They're gonna make us go through the drive-through. And sure, no, luckily we pulled this off because nobody was there. But like, he, we get to the pay window. We haven't, and he, he made his order, and they put it in his order, and that, that that was it. It was like what? This whole time you could do that? I would do that every time if, instead of ordering through a speaker that could get you know convoluted. That's the life hack. That's the life hack. Oh, I thought it was gonna be something more uh more more profitable or something. But I mean, it's profitable. It's profitable to the you know to the or, to your order not getting messed up. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, you think that they're gonna mess it up regardless? I think. No, well, no, but but like you can actually order and straight to drive. It's the best of both yeah. worlds. It's the, uh, it's the clear order of walking into the restaurant and ordering it right. from there. Right. Without and, having to get out of your car. I mean, without having to get, and you're also the convenience of the drive-through without having to yeah. order into a speaker. I, mean, I guess that's true because I always do get down because of the. Well, it's also because the drive-through line always is a yeah. lot longer, and I'll just get down and, and I'll make sure that I. And I do get the right order. So By I guess the way, that makes sense. I, I'm glad we uh, we brought this up because I there's, there's been times that night it was like a middle of the week, so it was nobody there. But have you ever noticed on weekends late at night you think nobody's gonna be at McDonald's? Oh, they're always there. But if like the Wendy's next door is completely empty, so yeah. I'm like, if you're why are you? What's how much better is McDonald's than Wendy's for you to be waiting in well, line behind five cars as opposed to getting? If, you know, if, if it's late at night, the Wendy's might not be 24 hours, whereas the McDonald's is. Yeah, but Wendy's a convention. They they were late night before McDonald's was. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just not twenty four hours. But I'm gonna try that tomorrow during sixty nine cent cheeseburger Wednesdays. I'm gonna go straight to the, <laughs> well, make to the sure counter. Yeah, make sure it's before midnight though, because I think they might hit. They might not. You know, once it gets to no, midnight. no, no, it'll be tomorrow for lunch. Yeah, but uh, yeah, try. It. Well, there might be some people there. I don't know if it's gonna work or, because yeah, you, or maybe it'll be on my way back from the Hard Rock. It might. It might be. Yeah. But it, this only worked because there was nobody in front of us or behind us. But I'm wondering. Yeah. If you have to, I, want, I guess you could do it as long as you just drive past the drive-through machine and right. go straight to the pay window and order. Yeah, uh, no, but that's. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's just... but, yeah, I, 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 no, I've actually. Well, the reason why I brought this up is because I've actually 
that's happened to me before when I see the McDonald's, it's mega packed. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm like, I'm just going to go to Wendy's. There's nobody yeah. here. And, and it's open. Like, right. it doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, there's no way McDonald's is that much better than Wendy's. Well, I think I consider McDonald's the best food establishment in America. So I, I'll wait five minutes instead of going okay, to Okay, five minutes is one thing. But when you're waiting behind like five cars, that's not five minutes. Yeah. That's like 25, 30 minutes. Right, right, yeah. Especially especially in Miami where they, they take forever to order and they take forever to cook and they take forever to... By the way, I mean, not that they're cooking at McDonald's, but... We might have brought this up on previous podcasts before. I may, This may have even been last week. We've been repeating a lot of stuff from last week, just like Shark Week does. Yeah, this is a best of. <laughs> be, best of. Ten, episode 10, best of. <laughs> yeah, it's our 10th episode. Yeah, wow. it is, man. We, we made it. You made it You made it 10. <laughs> you dealt with me for 10 episodes. Good for you. But correct me if we, if we haven't brought this up already, but why is the pickle the de- a default on every single sandwich? On, like, on every... Br- I mean, I love pickles. I, I can't uh-huh. stand pickles. That's I the think, only thing. I, think, I mean, I, I guess the Jew in me loves the kosher dills, you know? Well, I mean, I like the, I can understand the giant the giant pickle yeah. on the side, but like the pickle right snack bag in the I middle mean, of the sandwich. You prefer the giant pickle on the side? Well, I mean, at least because you don't have to eat it if I don't Yeah, it. I guess that's a choice. But you see, here's the problem with that. A couple things. Like, First off, I'd say... I have to I have to go through the process of what whatever I order, even my favorite sandwich, the Cuban Medianoche, has a several pickles mm-hmm. right in the middle, and I yeah. can't I can't I can't eat pickles. Yeah. And so sometimes you might not catch it until like right, right. you feel the crunch. The crunch. Like, oh, I, I love that I love that crunch. Oh, it's so horrible. Yeah. But like I always have to remember I can't just order my meal and the way it is. I always have to make a special order. Oh which yeah, is like no I, pickles. No, for me too. Like I don't I don't understand the point of lettuce on burgers. I love. I mean, I love lettuce. I don't understand. I like lettuce, but not on burgers. I don't like. I don't like mustard, so I don't like mayo. Wow. Uh, so I just go. I just go cheese, meat, bun, and pickles. That's but yeah, it. here's the thing: when you do special orders, that there, I mean, it's not. It's nobody's fault, but like percentages, like I'd say two out of three times they'll get it right. There'll, there'll be. A, yeah. a, I think 33 percent of the time you're getting pickle or you're getting mayo. Right. You're so getting... You, no. So you have to. There's two ways. You either do it how it as is. Or you do what I do, which is consider what they consider a plain cheeseburger, which is just meat, cheese, bun. And then I always save extra pickles. But if they don't have the pickles, then it's not the end of the world. But at least I'm not getting the mustard and the and the onions and all that stuff that doesn't belong on a burger. But yeah, like if you like when you, when you say I want a number one, and then the yeah. the, 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 the person doing the order they already have it registered number one, and then you right. don't hear the side detail of no pickles. Yeah. And like I know, well, I know Chick Fil A is really good about you know not having a pickle. They right. even put a sticker on the paper on the wrapping. Yeah, same, th- same thing with McDonald's. They yeah. do the same thing. They put the sticker on the wrapper. And so, but but uh, I hate that pickles are deep. I hate that I have to do a special order. It makes yeah. things more complicated and it throws a, re- yeah. a wrench into the ordering process. It's actually hit hit the payaso music. This is a good oh. segue. So LSU Phil and I were out last week. I think it was last Tuesday after we recorded. And we left the bar at around 10, 15, 10, 30. And we're, you know what? Brand new Shake Shack open. Why don't we go get a burger? Payasos of the week, Shake Shack. They close at 10 o'clock. What? Yeah. And and I thought maybe just the one in, in down here locally. But no, they close at 10 o'clock nationally. Wow. That's I feel insane. like that's like your peak hours, especially your building. Like I just went to San Diego. There was one right in the heart of Little Italy, which a bunch of people go out. The one in Brickell, people are going out. And you're closing at 10 o'clock? In a prime time location, prime time location where everyone's going out, everybody's drinking, everyone's having a good time. They can leave the bar at ten, ten thirty. Let's go have a burger. No, sir, closed. Well, well, Chick Fil A has a thing where they close on Sundays, but yeah. no, but that's fine. But you know that, like that's their thing. But that's not, that's not, you know, that's not. You're not in a peak location that with the people going out and wanting to eat at ten thirty, and they were closed. So they were, they were, candidate number one for right, Payaso of the Week, Jordy Nelson. Oh yeah, retiring. Since when do average players get to retire? Where they played for 15 years, or well, 10 years, not even. Well, how long did he play there? 10 years. Every, he he wouldn't be the worst player to sign. No, yeah, I'm 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 not saying he's the worst one, but he's an average wide receiver. Like he shouldn't. They shouldn't I mean, make were, a thing for he him. He had some peak years where he was going like second round in fantasy football. No, he yeah. got like 1600 no, yards. He, he had some nice stats some years because he played with the best quarterback of all yeah, time. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> he, stuck, he stuck that in there. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. But uh, but I mean, he doesn't. He shouldn't get to retire. Then you're you're you're. Like one day Aaron Rodgers is going to retire, and 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 or when Brett Favre came back and retired as a Packer, you're diminishing these guys by le- by letting an average wide receiver, you know, retire as as um as a Packer. So I think not maybe Jordan Nelson not the Payasos of the week. Maybe it's the Packers who are the Payasos of the week. All right, what else we got? What else we got? Craig Minervini. Oh, this was actually a really cool story. So I I felt a little bit bad making it the Payasos of the week, but he's a Payaso. It was, uh, you want to explain yeah, the East so Indias thing here? We are on August 6, 2019, and yesterday, August 5th, 2019, um, 
Isan Diaz, the second baseman for the Marlins, made his major league debut yesterday. T- number, number one prospect for the Marlins, right? He, 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 at one point he was, but now they, they, they made some trades at the trade deadline, which we'll get to. Yeah. And, All right, uh, but the top, top prospect. One of the yeah, top yeah, prospects. He's, he's, he's top 100 nationally in Major League Baseball. Um, he made his Major League debut. He has a heavy, amazing year in the minor leagues. He had like 26 home runs. He, was, and he made his Major League debut yesterday against the Mets in City Field. And so naturally, when you make your major league debut, you call all your family, hey, get the flight to New York. We're playing, um, I'm going to the big leagues tomorrow. So, of course, his entire family yeah. is there at the games. Mom, his dad, several cousins, several relatives, friends also. And right. so... So that leads me, that, that's that's a good explanation. So here, Craig Mernamina Zabayas of the Week for two reasons. Number one, why are you interviewing his family when the kid's batting? Let them enjoy the at-bat. Interview them after, interview them before. But during the at bat, like they're gonna be they're gonna watch their kid. The kid's making their major league debut. And then if you're going to bother them by interviewing them, then don't ask the mom if she's excited about the game. Of course she's excited that her kid's playing in the big leagues. Yeah. Get out of here. It's very very are you emotional? Yeah, exactly. It was it wasn't excited, it was emotional, you're right. But it's like, are you emotional? Like no no, Mr. Minervini, I'm not emotional that my son is, you know, playing in City Field against, you know, Jacob DeGrom. Making his major league debut. No, I'm not. I'm not emotional at all. But then Isandia saved it by hitting a home run, and then his father went crazy, and it was a really cool moment. Yeah, like yeah, his father, the whole family, they were screaming. That was their home run call. If you're looking, you know, for iconic home run time, there's no, there's no. It's a drive. It is back, back, back. Yeah. It is out of you. No, none of that. Yeah, none of that it's, stuff. It's definitely a lot better than Chris Berman yelling back, 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 back for seven hours. Or 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 John Sterling another A bomb. Yeah, an A bomb from Aaron. It wasn't your traditional radio call. No Jack Buck. It was just his radio call. Oh, at least on the television side, was uh, his family yelling and screaming. Yeah, so, mi- yeah, so Mr. Diaz, which was, which was great. Mr. Diaz saved Mr. Diaz, the father, and and, and Mr. Diaz, the son, saved Craig Mernavini from yeah, a payaso yeah, moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was such a payaso move. Are you are you emotional about your son's major league? Get out of here. Of course, like what are they gonna say? No, I'm not emotional. Of course they're gonna say yes. Of course they're emotional. It's just a silly question. Anybody watching that game obviously knows that they're emotional. I come up with better questions. Yeah, and and Kuda, luckily in that kind of moment, you know, they they can't curse on the I mean, the, the wherewithal of the Diaz family not to curse in that moment. Although technically they could curse because they're not on. They are on cable. They are on cable, but they're not CBS, ABC, NBC, so yeah. they they choose not to curse, but yeah. they can curse. They, yeah, I'm sure they, I'm sure they could just. It's apologize. not an it's not an FCC violation. They, 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 you know, how many times people strike out and they go right. bleep and then you know oh we apologize. Well, that's why not, that's why they never dump it because yeah. it's not an FCC violation. And so, yeah, I, I'd say you got Shake Shack, and uh, you got Minervini, and... Uh, Jordy Nelson, and Jordy Slash Packers. I, I don't know. I, could, I can't really say Shake Shack because, you know... I mean, yeah, because I'll say Shake Shack, but because I think if, if that's their policy that they've always had, like, they, every restaurant closes at 10 o'clock, but apparently not the one in San Diego. No, no, the one in San Diego is too. Yeah. So my point being that, they're, 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 you know, when they were, you know, this little thing in New York, and it was fine, but now that they've gone so national, they're all over the place, and they're opening in these high-traffic, high-volume areas, close at 11 on a weeknight and close at midnight on a weekend at least. Not at 10 o'clock. That's prime time. You're in Brickle, where the majority of the people that are in Brickle are young, you know, young adults, young professionals, and, you know, they're going out to drink or they're hungry and they don't want to cook and they want a burger. And, and, and it's not even about people going to the restaurant. The amount of Uber Eats or, you know, delivery that they would get from being open till 11 o'clock, they're just, it's just like they decided, hey, here's all this money. We'll just leave it there. You want a hot take? Yeah, I do. Shake Shack Burgers, very good. That's not a hot take. They're actual shakes, what they're named after, mm-hmm. ah, average. So I have a different hot take. I think the burgers are extremely overrated. But the shakes are good. The shakes are pretty good. The, their fries are really good, and their custard's really good. But the burgers are small. They're not that great. Their sauce is whack. Give me McDonald's over Shake Shack any day of the week, any day of the year, anywhere in the world. But yeah, that that Isan Diaz home run was just so. That moment was so awesome. It was a cool now, moment. Now I don't know if we can uh, like what, uh, what's that? I mean, how can anybody repeat that moment? Like I guess the only thing Isan Diaz could do to match that is you know 30 years from now watch Isan Diaz Jr. do the same thing. Right. <laughs> yes. It was steroid babies are a thing now, yeah. so it might probably happen. But like yeah, we got to watch. <laughs> we got to watch all the blues. Maybe Blues-ers. maybe it'll be you interviewing him in his son's game, Whoa. and then you can ask his mom if he was emo- if they're emotional. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do it too. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm, yeah, I gotta, yeah it's gonna be a, it's a tribute to Craig Minervini. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that, that was that was you know we got to be live. It's like we were sitting in, uh, next to the next to the family. No, yeah, that, it was cool. It was a cool moment. Like it was. It, it was all all over the, the rage on Sports I, Center. I when I put it in as when I put in my notes as payaso of the week, I I I, I knew I wanted it because it is a payaso move, but it was such a cool moment 
that I don't want to I don't want to diminish the awesomeness of the moment. But you know, a veteran like Craig Minervini, I, I Craig sh- George, <laughs> yeah, he's a former wrestler, wrestler announcer. Yeah. Now Marlins guy forever. He's got to be a little better than that. He's got to be a little better. But um, I I will I will say that in that in that game they were losing six to one and it was a sho- a solo home run to make it six to two in the actual baseball game thing thing of things it wasn't that big a deal but that moment was just so awesome it made me not care about the game anymore yeah. never like you never like completely gotten over a loss so i guess i guess me saying that they probably should have inter- should not have interviewed the family during the at bat might have been a bad take because it seems like it made it really cool that it was cool it well, was a cool moment but you they know had what? a pitcher robert duggar who they was, also yeah they also interviewed his family and he gave up a home run during that time it was a <laughs> yeah that's but you know a pitcher a, a pitcher's different yeah. i mean i guess they could interview them when the marlins are batting but yeah. a pitcher's different it's you know he's pitching you know four five seven innings i don't know how long this kid went he went five yeah. he went five so you, there's plenty of time but uh, this kid's getting what four at bats a game if he's lucky and this was what his second at bat yeah, this was his third at bat. Third, third at bat. bat. So I guess I saw him bat twice, but still, like you know, they're there to watch their kid. But it, it was it was a really really. And, cool and it was moment. even afterwards, the dad was like, it was just so in awe. I was like, man, we hit a home run up Jacob up, up the Grom. Yeah, man. and then he apologized yeah. to Minervini well, yeah, for getting he's, excited. He's like, oh no, you don't have to apologize for that. Yeah, you, you just made my job a lot easier. I just yeah. had to hold the mic <laughs> instead of <laughs> asking stupid questions like, are you emotional? <laughs> so yeah, well, I guess this is a good time to talk about. You know, we, we last time we did this podcast. Mm-hmm. It was before the trade deadline. You suspected that Noah Syndergaard was going to be coming in on a on a software. No, <laughs> no, he was coming in first class. First it was, class. It was Will Myers that was going out on Spirit. That's yeah, Spirit Airlines. And so we're 45 minutes into the podcast, approaching 46 minutes. Okay, so I think we could, we've already lost you know all our listeners to this point. So we could talk about the trade deadline and what happened and break down the Marlins moves. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Moves. The Padres, the Padres had a one. You know, they made two trades, but only once we're talking about. Uh, they got rid of an overhyped, overrated, really cool dude, but can't hit lefties, can't field. Um, That's Fran Mill Reyes. Fran Mill Reyes, yeah, the Franimal, who was awesome. He was a cool dude, but they, you know, with the with the balls being juiced, this is the time to get him out of there. And they got a, you know, they got a top, depending on who you look, who who you read, a top 30, top 15 prospect from in Taylor. Reds. Yeah, from the Reds and Taylor Trammell, who's an awesome center fielder, and which is a position that the Padres do need. So he'll be the center fielder of the future. And then the Marlins, they did some really cool stuff. Well, or it, one, one, one really cool. Well, trade. one, it might be cool, but uh, I, I, on the surface, it doesn't look good. They traded Zach Gallen, who was pitching really well this season. He had like a sub three RA in seven starts. Uh, right, but that's not the one I'm talking about. I was talking about the other trade. Well, the, that trade was cool. This uh, the, the Zach, Zach Gallen is the one they got the big prospect in. No, well, Zach Gallen got yeah. Zach Gallen, they both did. Okay, they, so, yeah. all right. So let's talk about the Gallon yeah, one. Gall, yeah, Gallen uh, got traded for this prospect for the Diamondbacks, Jazz Chisholm, who was number fifty nine. On baseball's top 100, he's uh, was their top prospect, but this year he was hitting like 204 at the time of the trade. Well, well Trammell was also hitting like 248. Yeah, so that so, doesn't mean anything. But like they had I, I, that one, I thought well, they were being a little cute because they had a. I mean, maybe they're selling. The reason why they did it is because Zach Gallen before this year was just an, an, an okay prospect, okay. and that he had an amazing so, year in the minors, and then an amazing first seven starts. I'm like, so oh, sell high. his stock is at an all-time high. But the same, they sold high and they bought low, but. I think they're getting a little bit too cute because they're they're going off tools and not out of actual performance on the field. And right. they, and then Lewis Brinson is based on tools, and you haven't seen the tools come out. But at least good. at least this Jazz kid's supposed to be pretty good, unlike uh, Fernando Rodney, who they gave oh, up for Chris Paddock. But for now, that was that was a different regime. But right, this regime right. was like all about the tools, and this guy has you know the the swing and he hits hard and <laughs> all the metrics, and, and despite right. not having the best stats on the field. The other trade they made. That one was the good one. Yeah, they they traded Trevor Richards and uh, Nick Anderson. They gave a they gave up a, a below average starter and and a pretty decent yeah. reliever for a starter turned reliever and a, a pretty good reliever but not that good for a, a reliever and a, another top prospect and Jesus Sanchez for the Rays and I, I thought that was a total steal. Like how do you get a top prospect like that well, giving up two relievers? What position is Jesus? Well, he's an outfielder. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I I, I looked. I, I I forgot what position he played, but I looked at his stuff. And his stats, and you know, I saw a couple highlights. I mean, for two for two relievers, yeah. and you still got a major no. league reliever back at right. Ryan standing. I mean, you gave up a you gave up a below average pitcher and a, and a and a pretty decent pitcher for a kid who can be in your outfield. Clearly, you need because Brent Diesel's never going to make it. That's Lewis Brinson, who's just never going to make it. Like, yeah, he's just not. Right. You can already tell that he's just a bust. 
Yeah, that that that's that's not looking. He's not looking good now. Isad Diaz also came in that same trade with Lord Spencer to bring this all together. All right, that was our necessary four yeah, minutes. But it looks of, like it looks like Isan Diaz is going to be the the guy in, in that Yelich deal and not Brinson. Yeah, it's, it's ironic. Yeah, I think Isad Diaz was the third piece. They also have this guy Monty Harrison who's still recovering from a wrist injury, so mm-hmm. he's a, he hasn't made the majors yet. And they mm-hmm. got Yamamoto too. He was the fourth piece. But yeah. uh, all well, right, we we, we spent way too much time on baseball trade deadline talking about the Marlins. Right, we just so, lost all of this. So yeah. Let's get back to what everybody wants to talk about, which is football. That's where I was going. Football starts in two days. Yeah, we got some Hall of Fame. Oh, we we had some Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame last yeah, week. Yeah, but now now we got a full slate. To, yeah. starting tomorrow or but, on Thursday. By the way, did you see the end of that Hall of Fame game? I did not. So. We were breaking this down. Kurt Benkert came into the game. But know. he came in early. He came in early. Yeah, because Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco didn't play. Obviously not. And Kevin Hogan ended up starting for Denver before they turned over to Drew Locke. And for Atlanta, they gave Matt Schaub a few series before they turned into Kurt Benkert. So it was basically the Drew Locke versus Benkert show? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I had the under, which hit with ease. Yeah. But I'll Always take the funder in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Game. And uh, so, so it was 10-7. to 7. Uh, it was fourth down. By the way, the the Falcons were up ten to seven. The Denver Broncos were giving two and a half points. Uh-oh. Yes, there's preseason football Uh-oh. spreads. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, we, we analyzed a lot. We gave yeah. it, we gave, Full we gave it a solid five minutes. Yeah. yeah, way more than LSU Georgia Southern. Yeah, well, and so the, the Hall of Fame game is a little more important than yeah, LSU. Yeah, way way more important. Well, come on, the LSU Georgia Southern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I'm pretty sure more people watch all. I mean, there was a stat that more people watch the Hall of Fame game than would watch, you know, any NBA nationally televised NBA game. I believe it. Like, well, no, well, I not think, the big ones, like, but well, a random like, TNT, well, it was like, I, if, they had, if they had, let's say they had 249 nationally televised games, including finals and playoffs, mm-hmm. they that Hall of Fame game last year's did a higher rating than like 244 of them. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And that's, so it's unbelievable that people, how much people football's love football. back. Nah, I watched the entire nah. game. You know, I did yeah. have the Atlanta plus the two and a half, and they were up ten to seven. It's fourth and goal from like the yeah. ten yard line. They get one stop here. The game's over. So Denver just throws a fade route into the end zone. The Atlanta, the, the Atlanta receiver is clearly there to make the play. He tips it, and then this, and then the Denver receiver catches it in the corner of the end zone, gets both feet down for yeah. touchdown. So Joe Flacco and Corlin Center are looking good already. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's how and that's how the Denver and they won fourteen to ten, covering the yeah. two and a half point that's spread a, that's, that's on a, sol- a fluke play in the end zone. That's a solid backdoor cover. Preseason, fo- preseason. I think football. I, I think I took Denver last week, so I'm so yes. Yeah, well, right, well, right. well done, well done, Flacco to Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now the important stuff. We got preseason football starting two days from now. Yes, sir. Or if you're listening 30 years from now, it's 30 years ago plus two days. Uh, it'll be August 8th, 2019. We got the New York Jets to the New York Giants heated rivalry. Yeah, it's the NFL Network game. Yeah, the Jets are giving a point and a half. On the, well, it's, they're not really on the road. It's a Giants home game, but it's right. the same stadium. But the Jets are favored here, giving a point and a half. The Jets are favored. Yeah. Oh, I'll take Adam Gase. I love Adam Gase. No, no, I love me some Adam Gase. I'll take the Jets. I'm taking the Giants. <laughs> I, I think you're going to see a lot of Daniel Jones. I don't think you'll see a lot of Sam Darnold. Uh, well, you know. Maybe that, that might not be a good thing Daniel, for the Giants. Daniel, Daniel Jones is going to be the best quarterback of this draft. Whoa, whoa. I've said it before and I'll Look say it again. That. Look at you. Oh, I've said it on the podcast multiple it's times. He's the best He's the best one of all those guys. Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. The Colts are giving two and a half points. Oh, the, wow, road favorites. The Colts uh, are road pre- favorites. No Andrew Luck. Oh, Andrew Luck is hurt. You know, I, I'm taking Buffalo. I think Allen's yeah. going to get some run. I think so, too. Yeah, you, uh, you second-year quarterback. you got to give him some chance. Yeah, Hull getting two and a half points. I'm taking that all day. Yeah. Now, these two teams have been practicing with each other all week. New England Patriots at Detroit Lions, the Belichick Bowl. The Patriots are giving one point on the road at Detroit. All right, I'm going to take the Lions, and the Lions are my sneaky NFC playoff team. Oh, Matt, uh, Matt Stafford's. I saw him today on the TV. And he's all right now. He's not playing with a bad back anymore. No, and in second year under Patricia's defense, that defense will be better. I, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they're a sneaky, sneaky playoff NFC team. So I'll take Detroit. I, I know I'm, I'm, if I'm getting home dogs at the preseason, I'm taking them every single time. Yeah, but I mean, there's no way Brady's going to no, and Tony Michelle's not going to play, and none of these guys are going to play. So I'll take Detroit. Washington Redskins at the Cleveland Browns. Ooh. The Redskins, again, more road favorites. The Redskins, two-point road favorites over the super hyped-up Cleveland Browns. That's a 2021 Super Bowl preview. 2021 Super Bowl with Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> yeah, against, 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 yeah, against Tam, uh, not Tam Darnold. Uh, against Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Ah. I, I think, you know what? The, I know the Redskins probably have more to prove because you're going to see a lot more Dwayne Haskins Correct. in this game. 
But I think the Browns, they might. You think they might be careful, but I feel like they play. They're gonna play their guys at the preseason. They're gonna play Beckham and Landry. I mean, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna want to show the crowd. Hey, look, yeah, the crowd's all there at home. It's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. I'm gonna take the Browns. Take, I'm taking home dogs. You know what? I'm gonna take the Redskins. Right. Take Washington. I think Washington's. Good. I think Cleveland's a little. Oh, huh? eh. I think their their defense. It's the same thing with um, same thing with Chicago. Their defense is not gonna be as good as they were last year. So I'll take Washington. All right, this is a, this is a, out here locally. The Atlanta Falcons at the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are giving three and a half points. It, start, it opened. I remember this opened like a two and a half, and it skyrocketed to three and a half. Yeah, because they know that that uh, Rosen's going to get the majority of the playing time. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of run Rosen. You're not going to see a sniff of Matt Ryan or Julio Jones for Atlanta. I'm nope. going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to give the three and a half points. I got to take my Hebrew brother. I'm taking Chosen Rosen and <laughs> the, the Miami Dolphins. And new coach Flores has a lot yeah. to prove. He's yeah. going to ball out in this preseason. Yep. Tennessee Titans. At the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles giving three and a half points. Does the uh, lie detector cryberry baby get to play in the preseason? Taylor Lewan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he probably will play. He he is allowed to play in the preseason, oh, even that's though he's serving like, a four-game suspension. I didn't know if he was act- allowed to be in training camp and all that. Yeah, he's allowed to do all the stuff except play in the regular season. Okay. And then once this regular right. season starts, he can't practice. Right. So it's it's Titans against whom? I guess at Philadelphia. At Philadelphia. Uh, you know what? You're going to see a lot of Ryan Tannehill playing for the Titans you in this are. preseason. Ooh. Right. Third, you might get third, fourth quarter Ryan Tannehill. I was going to take the Eagles because they have the most depth in the NFL, but a little Tannehill action, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Titans too because I don't think the Eagles are going to take any chances with Carson Wentz. No, now yeah. No, this wasn't about Wentz. I just, they're just, they have the most depth in the NFL, so in the preseason, that depth could matter. All right, this is a big one. It's the biggest spread of the preseason. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are giving five points in a preseason game. Now, this is a little fishy. I, yeah. is, is it, are they going to give Lamar Jackson that much run in a preseason game? Because they, they got to imagine Nick Foles is going to play one or two series, newly signed quarterback for the Jaguars. Yeah, but it's a new system. He might play a little bit more. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I think the sucker bet here Plus, is Nick Foles has only played like seven games in his career, so he yeah. might need to get some games under his belt, yeah. even if it's preseason. But even even if he plays, I'm, I'm not so sure how good the Jaguars are offensively. No, yeah. no they're going to be much better when they yeah, get Brady next it, year. It feels like a sucker move to take the Jaguars on the five. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to give the five points. It's, it's in Baltimore? It's in Baltimore. RG3, you might get to see some RG3 for Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, Competent know. backup. I'm going to go Jacksonville. I'm going to go Jacksonville. Nick Foles, uh, Jalen Ramsey's going to get a couple interceptions. Uh, I'm going to go Jacksonville. Houston Texans at Green Bay Packers. Also, both of these teams have been practicing together. Yeah, J.J. Watt breaking a bicycle. <laughs> why, why are the Texans? It's J.J. Watt all about me. Look at me. Look at me. That Verizon is. commercial. Why is he right? Why is he participating in the Green Bay Packer bicycle thing? I know it's a very nice thing that they he's do. He's from Wisconsin. He I know, Wisconsin. and I get it, and I know it's a very nice thing, but this is a Packers event. Get your ass out of here, J.J. Watt. Enough of this guy. <laughs> the Packers are giving two points at home. You know, Matt LaFleur, new coach. Yeah. Take the pack. After this, I'm taking the Packers, too. I can't bet on J.J. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, Carolina Panthers at Chicago Bears. Bears giving three and a half points. We know there will be any Cam Newton in the, for Carolina. Bears are at home giving three and a half. I'll take the Bears. I don't know Cam Newton. I don't even know who Carolina's backup is. Tyler Heineke. Oh, that Heineke guy's still there? Yeah. Jesus. God, to be a backup quarterback in the NFL, you don't you don't have to be good. Backup for the Bears, I believe, is Chase Daniel, who actually won yeah, a he's, game. No, he's good. He, he, he used to beat the Seawards all the yeah, time when he yeah. was in Kansas City. I got loud like a... So yeah, oh, maybe I will take the... No, I did take the Bears. Yeah, I yeah. the Bears. You're, the Seawards... They're on the word, the yeah. Los Angeles Chargers. I asked the week candidate, the NFL Network, putting the C-words against the the, 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 the little quarterback. Who's the shortstop playing quarterback. Yeah, like, nobody wants to watch the shortstop playing quarterback, and nobody nobody in L.A. cares about the C-words. Give me a better 10 o'clock game on NFL Network. Not that I'm going to be awake for it anyway, so I don't <laughs> care, but get the C-words out of here. The Cardinals are giving two and a half points. I'm taking the Cardinals. I think, you yeah. know, even even without Kyler Murray, I think they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna have a well, lot. Well, no, Kyler Murray's going to play, no? Yeah, he's, he's definitely going to play. Yeah, Phillip Rivers won't. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Melvin Gordon is not playing. He's also holding out. Uh, Keenan Allen's probably still complaining about his Madden ranking, so he's not going to play. Joey Bosa's probably helping his brother hold out. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking Arizona. Denver Broncos at Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks giving one point at home. I mean, I did I did like Denver's performance in week one, so I'm going to take uh, Denver. <laughs> we got <laughs> to watch out for that backdoor cover yeah, at the hey, end. Man, that backdoor cover. I, I'm taking the Seahawks. I think it's the crowd's still going to be ruckus, even in a preseason game. Yeah, with uh, who, who's their backup? Charlie Whitehurst? Yeah, oh, uh, Clipboard yeah. Jesus? <laughs> it, who's, who, who's a squeeze? Uh, she's uh, super famous. Oh, Jewel. Jewel, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I love that girl. <laughs> girl used to play uh, in a coffee shop in San Diego, in La Jolla. Yeah. 
old school NLW oh, yeah. way back in the day. Oh, yeah. No, she's still in NLW. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, she still is, of course. But, yeah, know. she's one of the OGs because she was hot when I was, like, what, 12? <laughs> there was plenty of... If you're listening 30 years from now, right, she, well, might, she, she still might be hot 30 years oh, from now. No, for sure. She's a lifer. She's, a, she's an NLW lifer. <laughs> All right, now we're moving into Friday night, August 9th. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers giving two and a half points. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. I don't. I don't trust Jameis Winston. Uh, that, that's all. That's all I, I care about. That. That's all I'm gonna say about that game. I know this, yeah. It's a terrible game. Minnesota Vikings at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints Ooh. giving three points. NFC Championship preview. Yeah, I would take the Vikings. I don't think you're gonna see Drew Brees. No, but you're not gonna see her cousins either. Yeah, uh, I'll take. I'll take New Orleans. Now we're moving into Saturday, August 10th. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs giving three and a half. We obviously know no AJ Green for the Bengals. And no Dalton, no Mahomes, no Tyreek Hill, none of that. Uh, I'll take Kansas City. I I I'll, I'll take Kansas City too. Yeah. I have way more trust in Kansas City's backups than you know. Couple games left. Los Angeles Rams at the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders giving five and a half points. Speaking of hard knocks, this is the hard knocks game. Well, I think Jared Goff is a terrible quarterback. He's so not gonna play. He, no need, he needs the reps, man. He should play. If nope. not, if he doesn't play, I'm taking the Rams still. Yeah, the McVay is very cautious in the preseason. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Raiders. I'll give the five and a half points. And the last game. The Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are giving four points. Oh, crap. It's, I got to go. I got to meet an NLW next week. Next week. SDI, we can't do that. The game will have already happened. We have to pick this game now. Yeah, but what am, what am I supposed to tell the NLW to wait to pick preseason football? Yeah. I mean, that's right. what... Speaking of NLW, it's NL men's Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm taking the Niners. I'll take the Cowboys plus four. You want to get to week two of the preseason? No. no man, next, okay, okay. I all right. Go, not, man, next week. Man, next that week. will do next week. All right. Get to your NLW. <laughs> all right.